we're, we're, we're live from my desk and and Connor's desk. Or you're you're probably not at a desk, are you? I'm at a table. Table. I mean, I got a recording table. I mean, it's a, this is a table, but like, I'm using it as In a desk. I'm using it as a desk, so it's a it, it, you know. I'm, I'm I'm in a very comfy kingly chair though. I'm in my um I'm in my my gamer chair, but to make it comfy, I I took do you know do you know what my comfy is? I own a comfy. I own a comfy. It's like the better suck snuggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, you know what a comfy is. Yeah, for those I have one. Yeah, I have one too. And I have it over the back of my chair. So I'm still comfy, you know? Yeah, those things can get hot. They can, but they're so nice. They are really nice. I think it's just like comfy.com or something if anyone wants to go buy one. But yeah, they're, it's they're like a blanket. It's like a Snuggie, but like 800 times better. And you can wear it. It's like a hoodie. Yeah, it's a hoodie. Instead of a stupid front blanket, it's a hoodie. Yeah. Genius. It's genius. But yeah, I got that on the back of my chair, so it's a little comfy there. Instead of this hard, I don't know what's this made of, like this this tough leather fabric, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm your host, uh, Paul, the guy with the comfy. And uh, with me, I got Connor, who we've stated is not at a desk but at a table. Also has a comfy. In the king chair. In the king's chair. In the king's chair. I don't know. Is your comfy with you? No, it's in the other room. All right. Well, it's in his proximity. Uh, and this is Opinion Central. All right. You ready for Reddit? You ready for for the question of Reddit from Reddit? To yes. You? Brought to you from. I'm ready. Brought to you by Reddit. Ask Reddit. Spaghetti. All right. So the user is tbsm one two three. I'm sure. Thank you. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of meaning behind that name. I just haven't figured it out yet. Uh, but they ask. What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Do you want brushing to... their teeth, eating popsicles? <laughs> That's a good one. Eating popsicles. Mine. Um, mine is uh, taking selfies out in a public space. Selfies is a big one. Just being on your phones. Yeah. It looks dumb. But I think but, se- well, selfies, selfies is the worst. Dumb selfies look so dumb, especially. Oh, I saw and like, some really when you see vloggers, yeah. vloggers in gyms are the worst. When you see like, pe- like a group of teenagers trying to pose for a picture, or like, oh, you got to be there, oh, and like it's a mess. That's also, I think, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I've been at parties before where people are only taking selfies and. It is so alienated, alienating because I don't have any interest or, you know, the, 
if it's someone that I'm not really close friends with, I, I, I really don't want to get into a selfie with you. And now you have, say, eight people in a selfie with you now, and that's a big majority of the party. Yeah. And everybody else is just on their phone, so I'm so it's it's a hard time, party life. Yeah, there you have it. I'm sure party life isn't going too well right now. But eating popsicles, though. Yeah, popsicles definitely, definitely looks. It, there's no. There's like, and like, if you try to, if you try to like get around from that weird uh, way of eating it, uh, also known as the normal way of eating a popsicle, and then you're like, well, I don't want to look like I'm doing that, so I'm gonna bite from the side of it. Well, you look even stupider. Yeah, you look stupid. Not corn on the cob. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're you good. Good point. Good point. Yeah. All right. Well, we got we got a fun one today, or at least I I hope it's gonna be a fun one. That's the plan. Every pod. That's yeah. true. That's very true. Uh, why? So why don't you explain what we're talking about today? Uh, well, I don't know. Can you explain it? <laughs> okay, I'll explain it. <laughs> Fine. I always have to explain it. I'd rather you just. Explain. I'll correct you if you're wrong. Okay. Okay. So. Connor here has interned or worked at Disney World. Yep, I was an intern. He, Connor was an intern at Disney World in Orlando, Florida, or that area. He, the, the, yes. big, the, the big one. Kissimmee. Kissimmee, technically. There you go. The big one, the big place. Kissimmee. And he was, uh, he was one of those people you'd see around who'd walk around wearing the costumes. Uh, no, 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 that's not, that's okay, not okay, the term. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. See, this is good. This is good why you, this is good that you want to explain it because you did it wrong. That's why I wanted you to explain it because you just explained it right the first time. No, but you have to hear it wrong so that you can understand that it's wrong. Okay, fine. What, what, what should I have said there? You, you should have said that. I'm friends with the characters in the park. Mm. That's the terminology, is that you're friends with the characters. Okay, okay. And on top of that, you could just say that I'm a character performer, because that literally was my job title. All right, Connor was a character performer. Now, when was this? Can you give us a time period? Yeah, it was... uh, 2017 it was the may of 2017 until january of 2018 okay so almost a year you were you were in there for for a year for eight months i believe yeah. i no math <laughs> yeah and you know you, you have a lot of cool stories from from this experience from meeting some some really cool people um i, I know you've just did a lot of really fun stuff there and i mean you kind of had, had an experience with you could say a, a natural disaster. It wasn't. I mean, hmm. it definitely devastated some areas of the world. Yeah, um, hurricane. Oh gosh, I don't know the names, dude. <laughs> yeah, I should know this because I lived through it. Hurricane. Hurricane Hector. I. You're getting hydrangea. Uh, hydrangea. I lived through a hurricane, folks. What? What? Hurricane Pure Irma? For Irma? Like three days. Would it have been Irma? Yeah, it would have been Irma. And there you go. The, yeah, the magic of Google. Thing about, one crazy thing about Hurricane Irma. So I was living in Disney housing then, and they have bougie 
bougie housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know, depending on where you're at, the there there there's like a bunch of different stereotypes about each of the ones. But I was in one of the bougie ones. Okay, I was yeah. in uh, Patterson. I think was the name of the <laughs> uh, was the name of the complex that I was in. Mm-hmm. And everyone, you know, a lot of people went home. But I would say most people stayed. And of those people that stayed, we kind of just chilled in our apartments for three days. And my roommates, they went outside one day and they found all of these cats. So many cats. Like kittens. And it started a kitten orphanage. Um, gave them little boxes and were feeding them stuff. And I didn't want to have any part in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Cats. I love cats, but I don't want to be feeding cats things because fa- cats should fend for themselves. And also, honestly, cats are invas- invasive species. At least feral cats are. I, I so, can agree with this, yes. So, that was a fun time. Now, they how- posted on Facebook and got a lot of likes. Now, how was, how was like, the build-up to, like, the hurricane coming towards you? You obviously were hearing news of, like, oh, like, Disney's in the path, and, oh, will they close, will they not? Um, and this was, like, one of the first times they closed in a while, if, if I'm correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, like, their third or fourth time closing ever. Yeah. I mean, they've done it again now, fourth time. Yeah. They're making big news about it, though, with Hurricane Irma coming around. Yeah, I remember going into it, and we knew this hurricane was coming. So they had the whole grocery store scare. You know, mm-hmm. you go to the grocery store, there's no water on the shelves, and mm-hmm. it was a lot like you know what's happening now. I think it was even worse though. Um, yeah, because that that you at least knew. Okay, this is actually happening. Yeah. While with is... the corona, you're like, okay, but how bad is it really gonna get? Right. Right. Yeah. So there was that whole ordeal which i was not nearly as well supplied mm-hmm. um because getting i didn't have a car and i had to take the bus to go to yeah and then you don't the want to take you don't want to put your gro- take your groceries back on the bus you don't want to have a big haul and it sucked yeah, yeah. um not having a car was could tough. you have done like something like uh does like doesn't like amazon have a service where you can order like groceries to your door have you, did you know. like look into something like that or were you always just no. like just gonna go to the grocery no. store? I did not look into that. No, I Ever. know I know during no, I was there. I know during the time uh they were having or I read an article and they were having like their staff board up the the whole park, windows covering them up and, and so on. Now did you take a part in that or like what did you witness in like terms of how Disney was trying to prepare these parks for this storm? Yeah, I don't have any nothing really distinct comes out from it because my role didn't have anything to do with maintenance mm-hmm. so you didn't really there wasn't much, have a hand in it yeah there there wasn't really much uh that's kind of that's when you pull out the uh work at a park village healthcare i can <laughs> i can i can do a few things right i i mean i have the experience but if it's not in my job description then why do it mm-hmm. exactly i can't blame you there but before then, <clears throat> before the hurricane started, there were these signups mm-hmm. where um, if you, you would put your name on the list and then possibly get selected to go and work at one of the Disney resorts. Because there are still people staying. There are people like at uh, the yeah, Floridian. Yeah, there are people that. at 
the the uh, animal something kingdom. I was much better in my terminology while I was there. Really, living there is like speaking a different language in a way. Uh, mm-hmm. At least they have their own linguistical... Uh, like all their ter- yeah. different terms and stuff that they use. Yes, for everything. And it took me a while to learn it. I I straight up thought that people were talking a different language. They were talking in code. Anyway, so there's this sign up for working at each of these parks and working as a character. Mm-hmm. And those people, I didn't really know about the sign up. Um, granted, I was only an intern. So those people who signed up got signed on. They lived in that, like they got their own room. Oh, wow. And they got paid the entire time they were there. They got paid for sleeping. Dude, that's so, amazing. So yeah, they were making bank. So people were talking, like, they were like, yes, I want to do that job. And, you know, it it would be a really fun t- job too. Yeah, because I read they it, were doing like whole performances in the hotels and like putting on shows and... Yeah. I mean, they really did take care of their guests during the time, which was cool they to did. see. They did. Disney provides, that's for that's sure. That's right, that's right. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's just crazy. And I remember texting you like when that was all happening, like, yo, what's, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. but yeah. I was safe. Yeah. I was safe. I lived through the hurricane. There you go. Now you have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, now, out of your eight months plus there, what what just memories or experiences just come to mind that that you're like okay that was awesome i'm happy i got to be a part of that well i could just spit the facts at you you explain it in whatever way you want so the facts i could just spit out which you know these are my fun facts if i'm ever um if i'm ever meeting new people is that i met matthew mcconaughey mm-hmm. um I was on the cover of People magazine and then another magazine, I'm not sure, another popular magazine, with Matthew McConaughey. Um, I was on TV three different times. Um, I performed with, uh, what's her name? John, there's a Julian Huff, maybe? Julian Huff? Dancer? Dancing with the Stars? Uh, Nicholas Shea? Nicholas Shea. Okay. Or it's Nick Lachey. These, these, these like C-list celebrities. Okay, I I performed with well, some Matt, C-list well, celebrities. Well, Matthew McConaughey is in a. Is... Well, Matt, he's S tier, but he, he's he's above S tier. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So he's my go-to fun fact. But then I remember I I did a main stage show, um, and it was with this. It was with this singer who had one song that was popular whenever I was a baby. So I'd be asking my friends who this person is, and they would say, oh, you know that one song? And then they start to sing it, and I had no recollection. So they would play the song for me, and I still, I no clue what you're talking about. So to this day, I have no clue who I... You don't know who it was. I did a routine routine on the main stage in front of people... And then broadcasts on TV. Now, is the main stage, is that the castle? Yeah, that's where the castle is. Okay. So there, and then the fun, like the fun things that I did was the most fun I had was in the Halloween parade. Mm-hmm. 
or just being friends with Buzz Lightyear was really fun. Of course, some of my favorite parts of being friends with Tigger too. But yeah. Buzz takes the cake for sure. Bonsai comes in second. He's my boy, the hyena. Then Tigger. And then, uh, you know, kind of interspersed from there. The country bears are super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they are so fun because they don't have lines. So you, you go to Disney and you meet you meet characters. You'll stand in line 30 minutes to meet Buzz Lightyear. But country bears, Shaker the bear, Liverlips the bear. Have you ever seen Liverlips the bear? I've not. Liverlips the bear is a doofus he looks like he's smoking a doobie and walking around like he don't care he <laughs> deserves he has like a one string banjo i wasn't carrying one uh but his pants are falling down and he's wearing a scarf and he's got the the he's got some lipilicious lips uh it's in this perpetual duck face position so perfect for kissing so what i would go while i was on set i would go around and because we're roaming we don't have a line we're just in the frontier land and i would see how many people will kiss my lips and i I would get a lot a lot of people i would convince to kiss my lips it it was yeah and then afterwards i would always go on instagram and see if I found if anyone had took, taken a picture of the character I was friends with, that was a big part of what people do. I'm sure. Yeah, that's always cool to see. Yeah, um, yeah, especially if you can tell, because like, oh, that was exactly I'm meeting. I remember meeting that exact person. There was one time. Oh gosh, there's one time where I was with the country bear. I was, I was hanging out with Liverlips himself. <laughs> and uh then buzz lightyear he's a high demand character because not many people can fit into his costume he's a really hard costume to get in to he's really uh really bulky um you need to have shoulder like a certain shoulder length um or else you won't be able to bear the weight and you have to be a certain height range of course and uh what Oh gosh! So I so I met this kid as whenever I was hanging out with uh, Liverlip. Okay. And then I go and I start hanging out with Buzz because I got called in to be Buzz, and I meet the same kid. It was so that crazy. Is so weird. So it's like I met you twice, and then after that day, I went into the park just to hang out with my friends, and yeah. I saw the kid again. So I, I ran into this kid three times as three different people. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. And the kid's name was Woody. You remembered? Wow. Well, yeah, because I was hanging out with Buzz, and and the mom was like, "Hey, Buzz, meet Woody." Oh. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And she's like, "His name is Woody." That's such a okay. Hello, Woody. Well done. <laughs> Hello, cowboy. Oh. But, yeah, there's a lot that comes with working at that job. Just the learning curve is really crazy because you don't realize how much of an impact you have in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Every single stroke of your arm, it, people notice it. You realize how 
powerful you are walking through a crowd and oh, just yeah. doing a simple thing as looking at somebody, as waving at somebody, as you know, shaking somebody's hand. That's something that has really gotten to me because I'd be working and say I meet 500 people in one day. I'm, I hugged, I shook hands with 500 people in that one day and then i'd have a day off and i wouldn't see a soul i'd see my roommates and that's it like because usually on my days off i'd be tired and i would just lie in bed so just going through that drastic change of having everyone put their eyes on you to no one is really crazy but then you know it kind of leaves you with this um because you get used to the attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, understand yeah. how to control a crowd. And you know how people generally react to you being... Because you're like the most powerful person, more or less. Like the more Most of the people's eyes are going to be on you. So what you do, your decision, every single step that you take is going to have an influence on what people experience while they're at Disney. And one that gives you really good spatial awareness. So even to today, I don't, I don't really have a problem. Like no matter what situation I'm in, I can make myself feel comfortable in it or find a uh, place in the room where I feel like I can take up this space or where I can comfortably insert myself into a situation where I'm not in anybody else's bubbles. Because here's the thing. I really like physical closeness. Mm-hmm. I like I like hugging people. I like uh, handshakes. I like having unique handshakes with people. I would make up handshakes with people all the time whenever I was working there. Now people um, like your your students, not okay. students, freaking kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were students. I'm I'm sure at a, a at a school someplace. <laughs> But I realize, because, you know, I'm doing it again and again and again, so it almost, you would think, loses its value. Mm-hmm. But with this, I kind of feel like the opposite has happened, because I've seen how much impact one simple transaction can do. I remember the first time I met Goofy, mm-hmm. whenever I was a little kid, and just having someone interact with you like that as simple as giving you a hug really changes your whole view because it's not a normal hug and i mean it feels like something more and i'm sure it's really cool for you because you definitely you just brought up being looking at me and goofy you've had the perspective from both sides now so you you know you know how impactful stuff like that can be yeah that was something they taught us in training was You know, these are people, these are things that people are going to keep with them the rest of their lives. These are memories that are always going to be with these people no matter what. And I know for, like, I know for a fact that I did some crazy, (laughs) crazy performance shit that was, uh, I, I, I'm a little bit of a show, showman in that sense. Mm -hmm. Um, there are a lot of times whenever I'd come off set and be absolutely soaked in sweat in tears and like just euphoria because of what i had just gone through it was really really remarkable in that way Hmm. but so hugs uh 
<laughs> I, I love hugs, but I realize how much of an impact that they have. So I'm, I feel like hugs are really personal. So it, I went through a phase where I, I just wanted to get hugs, but then I realized that no, it has to actually come from somewhere. Yeah. So how, how then? Just like understanding people's space. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a subconscious thing, body language. But there's just different things I've been thinking about there. Yeah, I'm... yeah. I don't know what what questions you have like about the process. Do you want to get like dig into it? Yeah, yeah. So like, I guess kind of my, one of my first questions is: you, you get there, you get to Disney, and what's the training process like? How long is it to for you to become friends with these certain characters? What what do you have to do? Okay. Um... So first you got to go through Disney's really, uh, they got a lot of policies. They got to, you know, check mark all the boxes. Mm -hmm. So you go through a line, you, you register financial stuff. You go all the legal stuff. You, you go to their, there's a lot of foreplay. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of <laughs> going through the loops, going through the, I need to, Make sure I know what Disney look is and, you know, having the right haircut and having, you know, no facial hair or having a full beard. You can't have half a beard. You can't have certain facial hair. You can't have certain haircuts. You can't have colored hair. You can't have tattoos showing. So, you know, they teach you all this stuff and then they teach you the four keys. Let's see if I can remember them off the top of my head. There's safety. Okay. Courtesy. Show. And efficiency. And I believe it's in that order. So safety is the top priority. Then the courtesy. So being courteous to others. Then the show. Keeping the dream alive. And then um, efficiency. Having a... You know... Uh, a system that works. And works... Mm -hmm. quick, works... Well-oiled machine. So... You know, they, they throw you through all these orientation sessions that take forever. But then actual training starts. Day one of training. And they bring you to this room. To this building. And now they... at, at this point, is it decided which character you're becoming friends with? Uh, or, or is it like a general sense training? It's... You can only fit into certain... Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. But... It, Day, you don't know for sure who you are until day one. Okay. Like me, I'm I I was in a weird costume height range because I'm too tall for Pluto, but I'm too short for Goofy. Mm -hmm. And there weren't any VIPs in between, so who would I do my training with if I don't have a VIP? Do you know what the VIPs are? I have no idea. So the VIPs are the staple Disney characters: uh, Goofy, uh... Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald, Daisy, Pluto. Um, Chip and Dale. Mm -hmm. I think that's all of them. Okay. Yeah, I think that's all of them. So I didn't have a VIP, but here, let's hold on. So they bring into this place, and then they have you change your clothes, and they're called basics. It's just a gray shirt, some darker gray pant, darker gray shorts. They have barcodes on the outside of them. They are ugly. 
and you have to wear them underneath all of your costumes, uh, and then you turn them in at the end of the day, and they wash them. So you get a new batch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so before you go out for a day, you have to grab nine and then, you know, sweat through all of them and then give them back (laughs) at the end of the day. But, so, they teach you, they change you in these basics and then they measure you. And they, there's this, there's like the old fashioned, they bring out a measuring tape Mm -hmm. and measure like your shoulder width, your neck width. It's like a, it's like a tuxedo fitting. Like a tuxedo, and they were measuring like my hands, like really specifically. I don't remember exactly, but it was like the width of two of my fingers, and then <laughs> okay. the width of my the end of my palm to my the end of my middle finger and stuff like that. And that was like whoa. And then they're like, okay, we're gonna do a little stretch. I want you to do a really deep breath in, and then I want you to collapse and go all the way down. And we kept on doing these stretches, and then I stood into i i stepped into this chamber this uh little box that had 37 36 cameras in it oh wow and then they did a 3d body scan and then i stepped out they had me stretch again and step back in and do it stand out stretch again stand back in and do it and then so that was just you know get my dimensions of my body and everything so so you're telling me disney knows your dimensions right now disney knows my dim- they have me on file dude man they know whether or not i have cancer like <laughs> crap crazy <laughs> yeah uh, hey i wouldn't be surprised if disney knew my dimensions too <laughs> they know your d- dimensions just from your disney plus profile yeah 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 they saw they yeah they saw me put my like name and they're like oh it's him all right we're good <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh so then they do that, and then they put you in another room, and they start saying, okay, this is the step-by-step. And then they did a costume reveal, Ooh. and we all stood at different places. And because I didn't have a t- VIP, I was buds with uh, Tigger, my boy Tigray, L-Tigray, T-I-double-G-U-R. <laughs> um, and then we started walking around the room i think and we started walking like boys and then we walked like we were girls and just different walking exercises and then we put on the mask and we did the same thing and then i think we played a short game of charades and that was it and then like the next day we put on i think we put on the entire costume we did a charade routine or something and then we did a meet and greet, a meet and greet thing. Like so, there's a there's also whenever you meet a character, there's a process, there's a play by play for what you're supposed to do. It's uh, called pass, I think. The pre show activity, sign and share, and send off. Okay. So the pre show is you while you're taking the picture with the current family that you're on. You are supposed to be looking at the other family and assessing what they have and preparing what you're going to do whenever you interact. Oh, so you're not even looking at the camera when they're taking pictures. No. Well, for Goofy, you can't. It's about eye placement. Mm-hmm. Where It's where your character's eyes are and where your, your eyes are. Completely different. Because Goofy sees outside of his mouth. Oh, yeah, so I, we, I would expect that. 
So he has to be like goofy characters. They their necks hurt all the time because they have to like lean their head forward, like put their chin into yeah. their chest like all day and to, then like, be looking at people as goofy. yeah so then whenever they see for goofy to be looking at people so then whenever the way that they see each other that they see people is whenever he's walking they swing their head and while they're up on the top swing they you know then they have vision just for that second and then they like oh, keep on crazy. going back and swinging it's that's why goofy's so lanky whenever he walks that's crazy <laughs> there's a disney secret for you so yeah, and then, then we have to learn the signatures of the character. So you, so there, so you would write in like, if someone asked you to write in this book and write down your name, you would. So you would learn how to do it as whoever you were paired up with. Yeah, it was part of the sign and share part. Oh, okay. I forgot activity. I forgot activity. So there's the pre-show, then there's the activity. So that's the special thing that you do with the character. Mm -hmm. Sorry, with this kid. So, for example, if I saw someone dressed as Ariel, a little girl dressed as Ariel, I would pretend to be swimming in water or something. Or I'd pretend to be a lobster. Or I would pretend to, you know, uh, be drowning. I, I don't know. Or if I saw, if I saw a pirate I would, I don't know, take a sword and have a short little sword fight. Um, if I saw, if I saw a kid dressed as Buzz Lightyear, I, I would uh, pretend to be a space ranger with them, like firing laser beams and then bringing them over to my control panel and having them push the buttons. There's so many different things that you can do, and the more that you're there, the more different things that you can do to, to uh, kind of spice it up. Yeah, and, so, and I'm sure a good amount also had to deal with like some improv. Oh yeah, the whole thing like, was improv. Yeah, yeah. But because you were, it, you were given some like baselines. If you see this character, these are some things to do. Or yeah, such and yeah. Such. Uh huh. One of yeah. One of the clips I've seen. Uh, it was it was in a YouTube video. It wasn't Disney. It was Universal. But Jack Black met Kung Fu Panda. Oh, yeah and it was the funniest thing because jack yeah. was like jack was like oh, that's, oh you know because jack jack black voiced uh, was yeah he was kung fu panda yeah but like i thought that was really cool um that would be i met kung fu panda that costume is i'd hate to be that performer that's a huge costume it's a terrible costume yeah and yeah i'm sure now you have this insight now whenever you see these kind of costumes you're like oh well they're probably like this or you know they gotta do that or yeah know. and another thing whenever you're talking to characters is they can't hear shit you can't hear you can't see shit in those costumes so you're just like nodding and sometimes you can like for the most part you can get a general idea of what people are saying but there are a lot of times people would ask me questions and i was like well i have no clue what they said or if you're walking through your to your set location and people are saying hey tigger 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 and yeah no clue where that hello is coming oh from. so whenever so, like i get ignored when i would have said hi to a character it's probably because they couldn't hear me pretty much yeah they did not even see you all right well, at least they had know. sweat running down, dripping down their eyes, and they were blinded already by the sweat. But then also because they see out of a little measly little hole that's an entire 
foot away from them and it's black plush so you can't it's dark and smelly and each each costume has a different smell to it whenever you put it on oh, too oh. <laughs> okay um speaking of like the the, the costume and all that you would have you would probably wear them or, or, or be that character for a certain amount of time uh what if during that time while you're out meeting people or whatever you have like a human uh emergency you know whether it's oh you really need to go to the bathroom or you're feeling sick or i don't know if, if something happens where you need to get going yeah what, what what does one do so in emergency situations here's some disney inside secret scoop the characters must put their hand over their character's eye just and then one? put their just one hand over their eye over one eye and then raise their other hand in the air. Oh wow! And then I'm guessing the staff around would would escort because each each character has a character attendant. Mm -hmm. They're their eyes and ears. They're the ones who interpret what the character says. They they kind of are the barrier between. And it's nice because there are a lot of um, attendants who I would you know I. There, there were attendants who I liked to perform with. There were attendants who I didn't like. To perform. Every mm -hmm. single, every single one's different. But I really like the ones who would talk a lot. That's what I would always tell. If there was ever a new attendant coming, I'd say just talk as much as you can. Try to give as much words to what I'm doing, which I did. All, there, there would be a lot of motions, interactions that I would do. So just take any opportunity you can to kind of give me a voice. Mm -hmm. So. This signal that I would do to my attendant meant that it was the emergency. And generally, I don't know, bathroom, that's kind of, come on, come on, just hold it. It's mm -hmm. like 30 minutes, you're fine. But <laughs> say, for example, there's once whenever I was wearing a headband and the headband went over over my eyes, so I was literally blind. Um like it had gone down, and I can't stick my hand up into my like. Because then your then your arm goes limp, and people are like, like yeah, like what the heck? Actually, no, like it just doesn't like logistically. You couldn't put your bring your arm through. It would just be hard to explain. It would be hard to because then I'd have to talk to you about like every single part of the costume. All right, that's fine. That's fine. It'd be hard to reach your head, your actual face in a Tigger costume. Okay, that's all you okay. need to know. And so, so I had, I, I couldn't see. And so I do the sign and the go-to line is, oh, Tigger, is there something in your eye? And then you'd have to say, yes, you shake your head. You shake your head. You don't say anything. You just shake your head. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then they're like, oh, okay, let's see if we can go get it out. And then they take you off set, off stage. Now, did your uh, uh, partner or, or attendant, did she like grab onto you? Because she, this person probably didn't know what, the exact situation was so i mean predicting oh you can't see right now yes so yeah i would hold her hand okay in that in that situation yes i held her hand and i remember um on that day whenever the headband went over my eye we just did a quick little i'm gonna pull this headband off and then we're gonna go right back on as fast as we can do this so she put the headband into her pocket 
And she said that later that day, like she had gone home and she was like, and then there was a sweaty headband in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That's a little funny. Um, there. All right, so why why don't you continue what you were saying earlier about uh, we had the activity was the second thing that we talked about. Yeah, there's the pre-show, there's activity, now there's sign and share. So every character has a signature. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to learn these signatures in training. And first, they would give you, they'd kind of give you a rundown. There's like a whole little do this stroke first and then do this one and then do a little squiggle here. And uh, you do it just without, just with your hand. And kind of get it down, you know, it looks kind of bad, but, you know, it's your first time doing it. And then what you have to do is you have to do it with the character's hand on. Ooh. Which is tough for a lot of characters, especially Mm -hmm. Tigger, because he has mittens. Oh, yeah. That's pretty So holding, yeah, holding a pencil, a pen, uh, a marker as with mittens is difficult. It's hard to write with mittens but you know you kind of get it and it doesn't look as good but and then they would give you notes they'd be like okay the uh the slash on the t it needs to be a little bit longer uh the the circle the squiggles in the r like they didn't really they didn't really look that good um and then step three you put your costume your character's head on and then you do it <laughs> then you're really and in the, trouble yeah and the thing with this is they were really sticklers about this in training was you have to make it look like your character, their eyes are looking at the page. So you can't look at the page. Your character's eyes have to be looking at the oh, page. Oh, wow. That's such a because pain. How, well, how crazy would it be if, if someone's like signing their name and they're just like looking up into the air, right? Yeah, it makes sense. But like, right. it does sound terrible to do. Yeah. So the more you do it, the more kind of flow you have to it and i can write tigger's name like it's nothing right now so you're telling me i could go get an autograph from tigger tigger could hop along into your thoughtful spot in the woods and give you a nice little autograph and then hop on his merry way and say wow. ta-ta for now wow that's awesome <laughs> as long as you have birthday cake he loves birthday cake i could find some yeah i'll make it work so yeah, there's the sign and share. And then there is the send off. And that's pretty much just taking a few steps, walking them out, saying goodbye, and then kind of coming back. It's to give it a sense of, like, it's to give the guests a an idea of how this process is working. Because as a character, you're the one in charge. They're mm-hmm. going to do whatever you tell them to do. So if you make a very clear send off and then kind of come back into your space and then greet the next guests that that's like essential for making the flow and making them feel comfortable mm-hmm. so once you have this pass step down you're your golden pony boy wow so golden. when when do you get i guess what's the strategy or process of trying to to become friends with another character Mm-hmm. Or are you does someone walk up to you and be like, "Hey, you know, Buzz Lightyear," or what? Like, what what happens? How does that happen? So there are a couple of different things that you can do. Um, a lot of times, what I did, you know, a lot, uh, most of the time, it's just 
on your schedule one day, there's a character fitting, and you have to go to the costume shop, and they try to put a costume on you. Okay. Another thing I did, especially with Buzz Lightyear, was I knew I was in his height range, so I was... So I talked to my manager that day, and it was one of the managers who I was friends with, mm-hmm. um, who I had had a few times, which, like, it's kind of a, you know, it's a roll of dice who who your coworkers are that each and every day, which is a little stressful, but, you know, it's not that bad because you'll see familiar faces once in a while, and it'll make your day that much more bright. So I was with one of the attend or one of the managers who I was quite, like, we were, we were friends, and I told him um, that I was in this height range, and I knew that he worked with uh, Buzz a lot. He worked with a lot of, um, he worked in that mm-hmm. area of the park. So I said, hey, could you get me a costume fitting? And he said, yeah. And then it appeared next next schedule drop, there was a costume fitting on my. Now, was the schedule my... drop like every week? Yeah, but it would be two weeks in advance. So every oh, okay. Thursday, I think there'd be a schedule drop. Which was kind of, you know, that's another added stress to the job is you you don't know what you're doing two weeks from now. Like, I don't, unless you work there full time, then you have your bid, Mm -hmm. your your spot that you're always in. But, like, as a, you know, as an intern, I'm just Phil. Yeah, they're just throwing you in places. Yeah, and you're cheap labor, so Mm -hmm. I got a lot of hours, especially as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, because yeah, the cool. many Buzz layers, as I said before. So I went to this costume fitting, and then they had me, you know, try on the part by part. And the thing is, the costumers aren't that good at putting on Buzz's costumes, but mm-hmm. Buzz performers are. So the costume fitting is was treacherous. It was so hard. Was but I, I knew because if something doesn't fit, then you'll get declined, and you won't be approved for that character and i was like i'm gonna make it fit i don't care so i want buzz Lightyear, all right yeah i, I want this character because at that time i wasn't getting that many hours because there are a lot of tigger performers a lot of people can fit in that high range and he's an easy character he's not heavy um and particular shifts that he have are longer shifts so you can get a lot of hours if you're picking up enough so, shifts so what would like the long shift be as a character, what would the shore shift be? Um, I think they have. There's like a. I'm sure there's a limit. On. Yeah, I don't know. Four hours would be the shortest. So, what was like your average shift? I was at Tomorrowland the most. Okay. That's the Buzz Lightyear shift. And how long would that last? Oh. Uh, I want to say, in the winter you would have i don't know eight or nine sets okay eight eight sets 30 minutes each now so 30 minutes on 30 minutes off i do remember you telling me something uh about the buzz lightyear costume in particular because of how heavy it was you were only allowed to be that uh friends with that character so many times a week yeah there's a safety concern on that one Hmm. I, I there's one on, yeah. There's one on uh, Buzz. There's one on Baymax too. I was that was another Baymax character that I was character. Yeah, I was a friends with. Um, I think you know. Fact check me on this Disney Friends, but mm-hmm. there, yeah, you could only be in that those costume for so many hours. And here's the thing about Buzz's jetpack is super heavy, and there are different designs of the setpack. So the newer 
uh, jetpacks were lighter because they just found the materials to make it better. Mm-hmm. So every single day, if you're the first person in the break room, you go and you pick up every single jetpack to see which one the lightest is. Because there's a good 10-pound difference between them. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, maybe more. Like, it might be... it. It Yeah, and that can change your day, too, because it destroys your back, Paul. I had a back spasm because I was playing Buzz so much. That was the most pain I've ever experienced at one particular moment. Like, I had a back spasm. Like, I knew I was starting to have pain that day. And I told my manager, and he's like, hey, just go on. If it st- still hurts, let me know. So I went on again. I was like, this still hurt. And then I they send me to, like, their health thing. And then while I'm in the waiting room, I'm like, I can't sit down because I'm so uncomfortable. And then I have to stand up and go to the office. And while I'm there, while I'm walking to the... I have a back spasm, like, in the middle of the doctor's office. Like, mm-hmm. before I'm in the patient room. And it was absolutely dreadful. It, I would never... I don't rec- recommend it. I uh, don't recommend back spasms. Please uh, yeah, avoid it. <laughs> avoid a back spasm at all costs. Um... Now, what would you do? You said you'd have like 30 minute on, 30 minute off. What would you do during that off time? Oh, during this was always 30 minute yeah, this, breaks. This was always something. This was always something that would get, get you. So general, gen, generally, <laughs> it's different upon what your location is. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like, like the Star Wars shows. It's those people. They all have the same break room. So they kind of have their own thing that they do. Or they have their own traditions. Mm -hmm. They'll watch Hocus Pocus whenever Halloween comes around. Stuff like that. Now, generally, this is what we would get through. Well, I don't know. You you watch Netflix, pretty much. Every stage would have Netflix. I'd have friends who would put on... Uh, YouTube sometimes. Sometimes we would watch, like, characters messing up. (laughs) <laughs> like different videos of like people's heads falling off or like people falling um i've like watched different videos i've watched some of those yeah. videos before like character fails yeah like we would watch those and it would be really funny it's not like oh my gosh i can't believe they're no we thought it was hilarious mm-hmm. and uh yeah netflix was a huge thing so like i've seen i've seen doctor strange but I've never seen all of Doctor Strange. I've seen Tangled so many times, Paul, because in the Buzz Lightyear break room, there were like three movies. There was uh, Princess Bride, there was Tangled, and there was The Mummy, okay? I think Tangled's the best out of those three. And we would... Princess Bride is the best out of those three. (laughs) That can be a topic for another day. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, I would... So I've I don't think I've ever seen Tangled all the way through, but I've seen Tangled probably upwards of one hundred times. <laughs> but I've never seen it start to finish because <laughs> um, I would go and I would see I would see it you see for like thirty t- minutes and then I won't see it for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now and that was like daily, what, daily it would happen. What was like a lunch break? Like what what was your lunch break like? Uh, I think generally we got an hour for lunch. Okay, that's, um, that's nice. Yeah, and I would always walk to the... They had, like, a subway backstage that mm-hmm. I would go to. Like, in the tunnels. In they had the a subway. Tu- in the tunnels. 
Yeah, and then they had, you know, their, you know, fried chicken, mm. burritos, depending on which park you're at, they had different food options and for cash. did you get, like, a discount, I'm guessing? No, I don't think so. Really? I, I, it, it wasn't park food, so it wasn't crazy expensive. Yeah. Yeah, but you could, if you changed out of your basics, you're wearing street clothes, you could go and buy food in the park if you wanted to. Yeah, but then you're just asking. Then you're, then you're not going to be making any money off your paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, but uh, also, what I did during breaks, I would write a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I got really annoyed because everyone would be like, oh, what are you writing? And being all nosy. Yeah. So then I just started reading books and I read a lot of books. <laughs> the ultimate counter. Yeah. And then, yeah. And people would like make fun of me for it. Like, but in a good way, kind of making like, you know. If you make some, some of someone or bleh, if you make fun of someone for reading, that's like, I mean, that's uh, good for them. Right. Right. <laughs> Like, I feel like making fun of someone for reading is just a very low point for the person who's making fun of, of whoever's reading. Because, like, <laughs> reading's good for you. Like, come on now. Yeah. It's enjoyable. Yeah, I... Like, <laughs> there's way too many pros than there is cons for reading. Oh, uh, yeah. I It's it's almost like I'm jealous that you're reading, so I'm going to make fun of you. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's what it's like. <laughs> um, so... Now, did you have, like, a locker in the tunnels where you'd have your stuff and you could get your phone out or something? Because I'm sure you weren't no. able to carry anything on you as character. Of course not. But. but so you no, the, you didn't have, like, no. any. So you would leave all your stuff in your apartment. No, 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 no. I would have a little cubby by next to, depending. This is a big, big, big. Depending on what location you're at you would have different facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on what time of day it was, too, because, you know, certain, like, uh, certain hours, like at Crystal Palace, it got really crowded sometimes um, just because there's so many different... Because you got to fill up for people's lunch breaks, and then this person is on... I don't know. I think there are four different... At the Crystal Palace, there are four different... Um, sets of characters each day so at one point in time there are three characters in the room oh, wow. and it's dreadful like it's because it's so crowded um so managing your space is always kind of a play-by-play -play. it's always well this spot's open right now so i'm gonna take it um this couch is open right now so i'm gonna sleep there or i'm gonna take a little nap we weren't technically allowed to take naps but you know mm -hmm. people still do yeah. As long as you're in your costume by the time you need to be on set. That's right. That's right. Now, was there was there a location where you would work at that was like the best, hands down? Um. Well, yeah, I think tomorrow. No, Tomorrowland was really good. Um, because it was just me whenever I was on set. Mm -hmm. And so I was running the stage. I was running the show. And I could be as crazy as I wanted to be. And I who, got to who doesn't bring, love that, right? Yeah, I got to bring what I had and bring it to the table. Now, um, if I had, though, if I had a good partner, 
I would love to be at um, Andy's room in uh, at Hollywood Studios, and that's not wow, even that's okay. not there anymore because they have Toy Story Land now, so they meet separately. But before Toy Story Land, there was Andy's room, and it was you met Woody and Buzz. Oh, the big duo right there. And like, I have some good friends that I met there because we would work together and it'd be like whoa like our synergy was so good because you know they're the performers who didn't do shit and stood there and just smiled Mm -hmm. okay of course and then then there were the people then there are the people who were astounding there were people who were so good at character performing that I would on my days off I would go into the park and I would watch them perform for like their whole set and just watch them Mm mm-hmm and then kind of like implement things that they're doing into my own performance. And I think that, you know, that that's what makes you good at your job. Yeah. The, and it was the really eager, like fun. The, the eagerness to go learn more. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my first day hanging out with Buzz Lightyear. I went I went out because, you know, that's a different costume. It is it is yeah. so clunky. There's so many different parts to it. If you see a Buzz costume, it is treacherous. Like, could you imagine moving around in that? The feet are so big. Mm-hmm. And every little clunk and clank of your costume, it, you notice it. And um, the <laughs> you just get the picture I sent you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. There'll be there'll be, a, there'll be a couple photos <laughs> in the show notes for you all listening. Yeah, that was a friend of mine um, sent me that. But I don't know where was I? What was it like? Talk oh yeah, if if, buzz. if I had yeah, if I had the right partner, then um Andy's room was the best. But generally speaking generally speaking. Because the the Woodies were the best. Woodies are more fun than Pooh Bears, just as a blanket rule. Mm-hmm. No offense, Pooh Bears. No offense, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Like like just the synergy between Woody and Buzz is too strong. That's true. Woody and Buzz are, are, you know, they they're they're the best of pals. Um, yeah, I still talk to some of my friends. The yeah, some some of the people who I would perform with, I, I'm like I don't know. It it's just cool that we could still talk to each other after all of that. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now you talked about you'd go in the park and and watch other people perform and such now did you get in for free or did you have to pay at a discount what how did that work for you oh yeah we got in for that's awesome yeah so you were you were able to go get in the lines and and do all that yeah so so you spent a lot of time what while you're there were there any rides that really maybe they're hidden gems or or rides that you found really fascinating or or your favorite ride i mean What 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 what's your what, what you got? Okay, um, so, hmm, you always got to be on the lookout for pa- fast passes. They do not. This is a misconception. They don't give fast passes to cast members. Mm-hmm. However, if you're friends with a manager, they might slip you a fast pass. <laughs> but oh. they don't give they don't give fast passes to to just you. you it's not like. Oh, you're a cast member, so you get three fast passes this week. No, that's not how. Mm-hmm. But like managers, they'll have, they'll have like 
you know, the compensation, guest compensation, just fast passes. Like, that's one of their uh, treats to, like, subdue an angry guest. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> yeah, there's that. But <laughs> but the best, the best rides, I think, in Magic Kingdom, and this is a controversial opinion, it is Thunder Mountain. And there's a reason. Okay. There's a certain way that you have to experience this to make it the best ride. And it's you have to not hold your hands on anything and let yourself slide around. So let inertia take over so that you are you are sliding you are a back moving and forth. And back, back and forth. Yeah, it's that makes that ride so much fun because there aren't seatbelts in that ride. It's just one long bench. So you and your riding partner can just clash into each other over and over again. And, you know, after a hard day of work where you're touching people, like you're touching people through a skin, like you're touching them through the costume. So you're having all this interaction, but you're not actually feeling it. Mm-hmm. You're not you're feeling, not you're not feeling the, the human skin. And... Yeah. And that's really like, there's something scientific about that. Um, I don't know what it is, but I can tell um, you there is something scientific. No, but it's really it's like essential in child development. I mean, yeah, yeah, I can skin to skin um, interaction, and I don't know why, but I don't know why. I know why because it feels good. Anyway, it does (laughs) feel good. Taking that away, because I remember I would be on set and it'd be super hot. I'd be sweating, sweating my eyes out, right? Mm -hmm. And I would, um, I'd be taking these pictures. And with the family and I would just like lick my lips and they were so like tender and so like sensitive at that moment. I was like, oh my God, like it just, it was so weird because it's such a specific part of your body mm-hmm. and being able to feel that much like because you're put into these conditions. So after a long day of not touching anybody and having this really sensitive, oddly sensitive skin and thrashing around on Thunder Mountain, it was, it's the best ride. It's the best ride in Disney. Well, there you have it. Anyone go on Thunder Mountain? Thunder Rock, Mountain. Use... The rock and roller coaster. That's one one cool thing. Is right whenever you take off. That's the only cool. I thing I do about like it. rock and roll. Um, I don't like it. It's it's, now, it's one it's one little burst and that's it. But you also have Aerosmith playing the whole time. Yeah, that's true. Aerosmith is Aerosmith's cool playing. pretty cool. Haunted Tower, haunted something. Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror, yeah, that's it. That one, uh, that one's cool. That one's yeah. really cool, especially. I do, I do like that one. The thing about these rides is you have to get in the mindset. Mm-hmm. So like, going to a scary, like a haunted house, is more fun whenever you have people who are afraid of haunted houses. Oh yeah. Because then you get the vibe. You get the vibe of it. And, and you're like, you oh, get... wait, this is scary to most people, so I should kind of be afraid. Yeah, and it, and it just adds to the whole uh, adrenaline rush that you get from it. So someone who's afraid of falling, going on Tower of Terror with them is amazing. <laughs> Especially because you can almost, like, you can hype it up to make yourself afraid of it, too. And that just makes it more fun. <laughs> yeah, be like, oh, yeah, I'm really bad with heights, too, buddy. Like, I... I think we should do it together. Maybe we can we can break this fear together or something. 
Yeah, that's not what I... I would usually give them shit for it and then pull the uh, bait and switch and act scared and then it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you can go about it any way you want. And yeah, those rides are... Those rides are... The Haunted Mansion, though, that one was fun. and That one's always cool. Yeah, I, that one's freaky. Now, I don't know if you'd be able to explain this or not, but I can never understand how they do the uh, the mirrors at the end where the ghosts are hanging all around you. Right. I don't know how that happens. Also, the ballroom when they're dancing. Right. I don't know how that happens either. I know the ballroom. Okay, let's hear it. I know the ballroom. Spill the beans. So the ballroom with the ghost dancing is there's a shoot i don't know exactly it's it's they use mirrors uh, oh yeah that's what it is there's like a mirror and then they flash it or something it's like it's it's not in the room like in the in the room they actually put a projection oh uh, it's not there it's not that they're projecting something shoot see i don't work at the haunted mansion so i don't know all this stuff i have friends who do i could call one up right now if you <laughs> let me to but well, I think it's best left as a mystery, I guess. I'll always be wondering <laughs> how magic. I'll always be wondering how they did that. But there is like a story behind the whole haunted mansion thing. Yeah. Have you you've been on the ride? Oh yeah, yeah, I've been on the ride. So you know, you're going through it, you're going through the mansion, and then you get up to the top of the mansion, and then you uh you see the woman who kept on decapitating her husband. Mm-hmm. You see all these pictures, and then you go and you you fall backwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You with me? Yeah. You with me? You. It's it's supposed to simulate. This is what my friends told me. You are jumping off of. You're committing suicide, and then now that you're dead, you can see the ghosts now. Because then you go into the graveyard, and it's crazy, and it's all these things, and that's why there are uh, owls and cats in there too, because it's said that owls and cats can hear. And see ghosts now see that this is, is just that is dark that is super dark and this is just uh disney guest lore so i don't know if it's a canon or not but this is what people say hey you know i wouldn't be surprised i i mean there's a lot of disney does a lot of stuff with hitting meaning so this is true this is true now but what my friends and i would do is the cart in front of you uh, kind of leans back whenever you're falling mm-hmm. and it angles in a way that you can reach the cart behind you or in, in yeah behind you because you're falling down backwards mm-hmm. so what we would do is while just for a split second you can reach it and we would knock on the back of it and it would scare our friend it would like scare <laughs> who was ever there it was fun well it's br- i'll have to do that whenever i'm back i'm gonna have to i'll have to remember to do that <laughs> mess with the people Disney in front, in front slash behind me. Mm-hmm. Now you you did talk about how like some some characters are definitely a lot easier and don't don't have as many requirements uh, to be a part of, while some are like Buzz. What what would be the most difficult? What's like the most scarce per, like character there's for people to play? Like if if Disney was to find someone who could play this character, they'd immediately hire him because they don't have a lot of people who can play this character. Um, yeah, that's easy. Be tall, guy, black. Who is it? 
No, you just have to be tall and you have to be a guy and you have to have some kind of ethnicity to you. And not have two left feet. Not have two left feet. Honestly, it's just diversity. They mm -hmm. like that that's the that's the key there. Is they don't have enough um they don't have enough black people, they don't have enough Hispanic people. If mm -hmm. if you're not white and you can dance, you can work at Disney. Now what like for sure. What like is there a a costume that like is even more crazy than than the buzz one where just what you have to put on or, or the requirements to put on this costume is just out of this world yeah so i would say i know that flick is really really specific flick is from uh the uh Ant bugs like yeah that's what i thought so i know that there are not a lot of um because of how weird, how exact that car. Mm -hmm. Also, as far as difficulty goes, there are I would say there are two that are harder than um, Buzz. Okay. And this is simply because they have a parade attached to them, oh. and that would be the hyenas. The hyenas are. And you also. We're friends with the hyenas, right? Yes. The hyenas are dreadful beasts, and I love them so much. <laughs> I absolutely adore every single second being in that sweaty fucking mess. It was incredible, and I would do it all again. Even with the back spasms and <laughs> Like, <laughs> that was beautiful. That was, I love, oh, I got to be so crazy and dance for like 40 minutes straight. It was amazing. <laughs> um, and it was super hard. One of the hardest things I've ever done. Physically demanded. Wow. Incredibly. So, because of how heavy it is, how hot it is, and not being able to see. Yeah, those all sound like pretty, uh... Yeah, dance yeah. and the whole... You're, it's like a marathon. Mm-hmm. I've never ran a marathon, but it's. If I did, it thing. would be like a marathon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Who's, who's there's the that character? one, and then secondly, which I only know this because a friend of mine had done both. Okay. It's the reindeers in the in the oh, Christmas. Really? Ride. Yeah. Hmm. Rumor has it they are the hottest costume. On, in the park. Wow. Hottest costume. That's the reindeer. The reindeer. Huh. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's why. It's yeah. It sounds like you were doing some of the most difficult. You had some of the most difficult uh, characters in your roster. Yeah, I would say. Yes, <laughs> I agree with you, that. You really, <laughs> you really put in the work, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Hmm. It was fun. Well, it was, I don't know, you get, a, you have a lot of fun out of it. Like, I could tell you specifically about, because there, there are things, you know, they say that you are providing memories that will last a lifetime. Well, they provided me with memories, too. There were some incredible. Yeah. Okay. For example, there was one day, Crystal Palace, my back-to-back, uh, -back, he had gotten, he had seen every table. It's a meet-and-greet, like a character dinner meet-and-greet. Mm -hmm. So they walk around to each, they walk around to each um, table and they 
you know, do the whole hello, yeah, blah, blah. you do the whole pass activity at the table. And my back to back, he had gone through and greeted everybody. So I didn't even have to go on into set. But I was like, oh, that's dumb. I want to go. I, I don't care. I'll go anyway. And one of my attendants, thank the Lord, agreed. Mm-hmm. So I go out and they're like, okay, Tigger actually came back. He's he, he, uh, he wanted to come and play with everybody a little bit longer. I was like, hell yeah, I am. So <laughs> I'm bouncing around and I come to this table and there are these it's like this family, this mom, dad, and two girls. They're twins. They're they're adorable twins. They're like that sweet, right preschool age that's like the cutest a kid can be, mm-hmm. like before they become annoying. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also like being intelligent enough so they're not a baby. So they're these two girls, and they're speaking Spanish. Like they're they're Spanish speaking family. So I have no clue what they're saying at all. And just. Hanging out with them was so much fun. I remember one of them tried to give me a sticker or something. I, I can't remember. But mm-hmm. whenever they left, I ran into them while they were le- leaving the restaurant. And, you know, I, I gave them both a hug again. And then the one one of the girls would run off to her parents. And then the other one stayed and was still hugging me. And then um, she ran back. But then the other twin saw that I was still hugging the other one. So she ran back while the other, like, it's like they were switching places and she like ran into my arms and they gave me this big old hug again. And then it happened again. So then the other girl ran back to me and then gave me like, so I got a double, maybe even a triple. I don't remember how many, how long that was like in my brain. It lasts forever of these girls, like just running at me and giving me hugs. It was so cool. And then there's this one little it was the it was the age where a kid just learned how to speak and can say few sentences mm-hmm. um and they just learned how to walk too so also mega cute age yeah yeah, yeah. and they just kept on saying i love you i love you i love you i love you and they kept on saying it with this giant 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 smile on their on their head on their face we would call them nugs i don't know why we, we'd called kids nugs these cute little nugs <laughs> Aww. also dabbing okay kids would ask us to dab all the time when we weren't allowed to dab it was super annoying because kids would ask us to dab so much and it was awful so yeah. we would come off set and it'd be like 10 families in a row asked me to dab. And then you just do a mega freaking like ultra rapid shot dab. Like you just got them all out whenever you get off stage. Like you pull off the mask and just dab like crazy, right? You're like, I need to get this out of my system. I have to do it now. It just becomes such a part of me. And then, you know, we come up with all these different like variations of the dab, like the leg dab, the mini dab, the the cycle dab, the spinning dab. There's so many that I could <laughs> just show you. Just name uh, off, yeah. <laughs> but they would ask us to do it and we'd have to pretend like they they weren't even like that we didn't know that they were talking about it was super then uh, time. Sounds like the kids. Fun. Sounds like a lot of fun, though. Yeah, very fun, very fun. And you know, meeting Matthew McConaughey—that was cool. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that a little bit before we uh, start to close things out? Sure. Um, Toy Soldier. Uh, I was with Mickey, me, and another 
it was a two toy soldiers and make i was hanging out with the toy soldier and we marched up to his whole family and just met him his kids his grandma like yeah he's like during the picture he's like come on grandma get in here <laughs> was he like all right all right all right all right all right all right so do you know have you seen the face of the toy the like the nutcracker toy soldier guys there are these little circles okay yeah, yeah yeah. it's like there are two dots for eyes and then there's two there's a circle and they they're all like the same pretty much same black circle mm-hmm so it looks like it's uh, like it has an oval, open mouth expression. And the entire time I met Matthew McConaughey, that was my face. Like that was actually my face. I was just like, Whoa. oh, and he actually um, he kind of leaned in to the plush. He like tried to. So what I'm saying here, Matthew McConaughey may or may not have seen my face. Oh, so <laughs> if if uh, I'll put this in the show notes too, um, but you can you can look up the photo that Connor was in with Ma- Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna it, it will be in the show notes. So go ahead and click it and give it a good look. Just so just yeah. so you'll know what we're talking about. Yep, um, I'm the one right beside him. Yeah, so so in the photo, you'll you'll be able to see Connor's the the toy soldier right beside our boy Matthew McConaughey. Now, how did how did like you even get like asked to do this? What 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 was it just, it just showed up on ma- my schedule? Was your manager just like, hey, you're gonna meet Matthew McConaughey? Well, they called me, I think, and they said, hey, would you be able to do this event, this Disney character event? They call them D- DCEs. I was like, yeah, of course. But at that, that point, was you one did of the it weeks. Now. That this happened to me twice. I wa- I worked for three weeks straight, twice. That's crazy. And that was during one of those runs. Now, at what point did you know you were meeting Matthew McConaughey? I didn't know until the day of. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> it was like, oh, so what? A- like, because I I just expect that we are gonna do some like make a wish party or something, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, walk into um, like a little, I don't know. They yeah. take us somewhere. I I don't know. I I wasn't really expecting that much. And then they're just like, oh, what do we have today? Uh, looks like we're meeting Matthew McConaughey. And I was like, what? What? Yeah, me and the other uh, toy soldier there. Like he's a friend of mine. We were just like, what the? What the hell? What the? God. And then like I got my phone out and texted a lot of people. Like a lot of people. Just like, hey, I'm I'm about to meet Matthew McConaughey. How cool is that? Or should I say, Matthew McConaughey's about to be me. Yeah, there you go. Now, was he there for? What was his reason for being there? Did he have a a special specific reason? He was just there with his family, enjoying it. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. He's like, "Hey, Nutcracker!" <laughs> wow, that's and awesome. This kid was like, "Hey, Nutcracker!" And the the kid, like, you'll see on the on the toy soldier little on it has like a he he knocked on my chest on my breast. The kid did? Yeah, like knock knock on my breastplate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's messing with you. Yep. Alright. Well I think I think we talked about a lot of cool stuff. I'm happy cool. I'm happy we finally got uh we're able to let our let our listeners hear this this experience you had. Um But yeah. 
Yeah, it's definitely something that, ah, man, there are a lot of, so many things that I could talk about, and it's hard. It's hard to get into it, mm -hmm. but it is, it is good sometimes because it's difficult. Some, it's hard to talk about this experience in passing. If I'm running into somebody on the street and they ask me about it, it's so difficult to give them a like give like them just like a, a quick five minute like oh so what do you do? Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot yeah. I did. Yeah, so pretty much I just like break it down into a list and then I see I I tend to hate those conversations because it doesn't feel real. To me. Mm -hmm. But because yeah. they don't what really do you... know what you did there. No, when you, not when at you all. just sum it up. See, you listen to this, you, you get to this point in the episode, and you're like, wow, he had an awesome experience. There you go. And that's what, Most we, were, of the that's time. what we were aiming for. Most of the time, yeah. Other than back spasms <laughs> and hurricanes. Working and, three and, weeks straight. Yeah, mm. so, so, you know, and so on. But yeah, I think uh, that's going to conclude. Or no, we got we do have a would you rather. I got, I got a quick would you rather. Okay. Now, I feel like I already know your answer. Um. But we'll see. We'll see. So would you rather go to Disney World for a week for free? So all the food, hotel, everything's free. Or be able to see every Disney Disney Broadway musical also for free. Front row seats or wherever you really want to sit at Broadway. or on Definitely Broadway. the Broadway musical one. That's what I was thinking you'd say. I've already done the other one. I know. <laughs> I, like I was thinking about it. And I was like, I mean, he already's done this. I'm like, maybe the for free, like, he could buy a lot of pretzels or something or cheros, but, like, he still pretty much had that all, except for the being able to buy all the food he wants for free. You could make a $200 lightsaber for free if he wanted to. Wow. But, yeah, no, I'd also do the Broadway one. I mean, I've been to Disney, and it's it's awesome. I love the place. But, you know, I think music still has a bitter, bigger part of my life, and I would just enjoy it more. Even mm -hmm. if it wouldn't be a week long. Well, I know maybe like if you see see a show each night. I mean, Disney probably has seven Broadway shows by now. Right? They have they, got a lot. they have Frozen and Aladdin and and uh, The Lion King and I can't think of everything off the top of my head. But they, they definitely got they got like the Seeing Neverland, um The Little Mermaid and uh, yeah, they got a lot, so I, I would probably do the Broadway too. But on that note, thank you all for listening to today's episode. Thank you for listening to Connor's experience at at the Disney World, and uh, we will we will talk to you soon. Bye bye. Bye.